Hey everybody, welcome to our new podcast. I'm Josh Cruz. I'm Michelle. And this is We, we Missed, Missed the, the Boat. boat. <laughs> and we are uh, going to be talking about some, we're going to be talking about video games. Yep, um, lots of video games. Not just, yeah, not just any video games. This was, this was all, actually all Michelle's idea. So she can, mm. uh, why don't you take us through? Okay, I'll take you on a little what do they call those ocean adventure a three-hour tour <laughs> every one of these podcasts is gonna be three hours no, no, long no 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 no. i promise that's not what's gonna happen we'll strand you on an island <laughs> we'll ask you what you would do and who you're gonna bring with you no uh we miss the boat is a podcast about things that were really really cool at one point or maybe not so cool and we didn't get a chance to play them or experience them or pretty much for the most part, we're going to focus on things that only one of us didn't get to experience. Um, and then we are going to talk about the history of that thing and how it came to be and the reception of it and how cool it was or not cool it was. And then the other person and you guys are going to have the chance to take a week to experience that thing and not miss the boat anymore. And then we'll come back next week. We'll kind of talk about it. And then the person... The opposite person will suggest a new thing, if and we'll, that makes we'll sense. And we'll go round and round like that and until it, the end of time. Yeah, forever. It will never end because there will always be something that we miss the boat on. And I apologize if I sound like death because I am probably going to stop and cough or try to stop myself from coughing this episode because I'm currently dying. So, um... The good news is I talk most of the time on this episode. That's really good. So uh, why don't you... Oh, man, I'm I'm dying. I'm sorry. Um, Let's get started. Uh, What do you got first for us? What, what, What did... What did what did everybody else miss the boat on? Well, not everyone missed the boat on this, but pretty much like you and a lot of other people missed the boat. Um, have you ever heard of a little fat man named Wario? Oh yeah, I done heard of him. <laughs> Your experience with Wario probably stems mostly in the 3D version of Wario, probably in the form of a Mario Party or Mario Kart. Uh, and Mario Sports. Oh yes. <laughs> I'm a big Mario Sports fan. Well, Wario actually made his debut in 1992, and he was created by a man named, and I'm probably going to say this wrong, um, Hiroji Kiyotake, and he was a part of Nintendo's R&D 1, which R&D 1, as some of you might know or might not know, um, they created Metroid and Kid Icarus. So they were more focused on the, what you could call, serious side of Nintendo, more game games to say, whereas there was other departments working on Mario and the more, like, fun, kid-related side, which, I mean... Metroid games are kid games, but they're not kid games. They're not Kirby. (laughs) They're not Kirby. (laughs) So, (coughs) Nintendo wanted to create Super Mario Land 2. And they didn't just want the same team to be working on it. They wanted to switch things up. And so they came to R&D 1 and said, hey, you guys made Metroid, Kid Icarus. Super Mario Land 2. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And they said, you guys have successfully made games. We would like you to work on this IP. 
And it is this this is rumored, but also slightly confirmed that R&D one hated this. They did not want to work on something that they didn't create that wasn't their pride and joy that they were passionate about. And Mario was somebody else's thing. They didn't it just wasn't in their realm. Um, So to spite Nintendo, they created an arch nemesis for Mario named Wario, whose name derives from the Japanese word for bad, which is, I believe, why, or warui. I don't know how the pr- the proper pronunciation of that is. But, so it, it stems directly from that. And immediately they created this character named Wario, who is fat and greedy and loves money. <laughs> and then they created uh, Super Mario Land 2, Six Golden Coins. And he is the final boss in that. And it was the first time in a Mario game that you went up against a boss who was could go toe-to-toe with Mario. Because he is just a different form of Mario. Um, So it was a really, really big deal to have this character. Super successful. People loved it. People loved Super Mario Land 2. People loved this final boss battle. And so Nintendo said, awesome, we're going to let R&D 1 make a bunch more games starring Wario. (laughs) And so that's pretty much where everything started. Um, From there, he goes on to be in a lot of games and by a lot I mean like so many games so after uh, Super Mario Land 2 uh, Wario went ahead and starred in Mario vs. Wario which um, was and what was that for? it was a comic book <laughs> Oh, that that was that that wasn't even a video game. No. Oh, okay. I believe there might have been a game attempted at some point, but it was just a comic book. I thought that might have been some weird, you know, Game Boy. No, yeah, Game Boy was out by then, but um, yeah, some weird Game Boy game. But <laughs> no, yeah, that that happened, and then um, a little bit after that. Um, Wario's Woods came out for 1990, in 1994 for the NES and SNES. Then we had Wario Blast featuring Bomberman in 1994 for the Game Boy. Uh, Wario Land series started in, uh, I believe, 1994. And that was Super Mario Land 3. Right. Which right. was just... It was Wario Land. So that's where that whole series starts off. And then after that, we get... Um, he start, He joins in in the Super Mario world. Um, he... Or Super Mario realm of Super Mario games, the, I should the say. The universe. The universe of Super Mario. Um, <laughs> he stars in the first one, which was Super Mario 64, which was on the DS in 2004. Right, right. Yeah, um, that, not, not original Super Mario 64. No. But then from there, he's in Picross. He's in, of course, Mario Kart. He's in a game called uh, Densetsu no Staffy 3, uh, which has has some references to just Wario Land 4 in general. Yeah. Um and when so when did when was that? That would have been in oh I think let me check here. Let me fact check this first. It was in it was 
on Wii U, but before it was on Wii U, it was on Game Boy Advance in 2004. Oh, wow. Okay, so this is probably a Japanese-only release. Uh, It looks like, yes, it was. (laughs) But it's a really cute game. Um, And then, notably, he was in Excite Bike Bun Bun Mario Battle Stadium. (laughs) Don't you remember that old gem of a game? I loved it. Played it it for eight years. Yes. Um, He's in Mario Party, the Mario Sports games, tennis, whatever the rest of them are oh the baseball game (laughs) he was in dr mario 64 he had of course this warioware series um he was in yoshi's island ds he was in a game called oreo deo wario deo (laughs) he i mean the point is oh and smash bros i can't i can't not mention smash bros but um wario is a notable character that many people may just know as a villain um and a lot of a lot of people either absolutely love his solo games or have never heard of them really um so that there's no middle ground you can't you you can't have played them and hate them no 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 no. that's not an option with wario games because they are the cream of the crop in the in the land of mario games so today i am here to talk to you guys about wario land 4 which was for the game boy um No, Game Boy Advance. Sorry, I just should I should I take over for you? No. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Tell them all about Wario Land Four. Tell them all the things you know about Wario Land Four. Today, I'd like to talk about Wario Land Four, where sometimes you get stung by bees and your cheeks get real big. Yep, that's basically it. Well, thanks for listening to the podcast, everybody. (laughs) Let's let's all go home. So, to tell you the real story of Wario Land Four. This was developed by R&D1. Um, the executive producer on this was Hiroshi uh, Yamachi. And this was released in the U.S. in November of 2001. This is the final handheld Wario Land game. Oh, Yamauchi. I think he... Uh, that might have been the president of Nintendo at the time. Um, I don't think he was yet. I think this was before he became the president. Well, Yamauchi was like, he was the head from, I think, like the 80s. Okay. Still in. So if this is the same guy, same Yamauchi, it might be a different Yamauchi, but I I can't remember his first name. Um, But yes, so this was, so this was the last handheld Wario Land game for now. (laughs) As recently, just some recent news, you sent my way that um, Nintendo has filed a trademark for Mm -hmm. Wario Land on the Switch. Which either means it's going to be some sort of port digital thing. You know, was it was, was it a exclusively new... for the t- Switch? I think it's a. I Switch. thought it was just Nintendo filing those trademarks because I don't know. As we know now, they're supporting the 3DS until 2019. So That's true. Yeah, if, if, if it really comes out on to. 3DS, it comes out on 3DS. Yeah. But I do, I would hope that it, that Wario is good enough for the Switch. Um, but anyways, back to 2001. So. Basically, the synopsis of this game is that Wario is out and an article in a newspaper kind of floats by in the air to him and he picks it up and he sees that there is a golden pyramid with legendary treasure inside 
And after um, going over to the pyramid, he decides that he's going to rob it, of course, naturally, as Wario is apt to do. And (laughs) and when he goes in to take all the treasure, he discovers Princess uh, Shakura and he decides and he finds out that the Golden Diva is holding her hostage and decides to defeat the Golden Diva to save her. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So it's all about money and saving princesses and good goodness. <laughs> well, talk to me about uh, talk to me about how the game plays. Does it play like because I played Super Mar- I played Super Mario Land two, uh, not all the way through, just the. I have not. Yeah, it, it it's not. It's better than Super Mario Land one. Well, yeah. Um, but I never played it all the way through. Uh, it controls better, though. Um, does it play like a Super Mario game, or how does it... Uh... I would say, okay, so my experience with Mario games comes from not Mario games, if that makes sense. My sure. experience is with the Luigi's Mansions of the world, the Yoshi's Islands of the world, and the Wario's of the world. So, like... Those are not... I don't really play a whole lot of the main... The main 2D Mario platformer. So I would say it plays a lot like those other games, which I'm assuming are basing themselves off of the model of Super Mario Bros. Yeah. Um, It's a 2D platformer, so it plays like a platformer. Um, And it... I would say that what Wario Land does is, at least Wario Land 4 does, is unique in that basically the way that a level works is you enter a level, you go through it, and throughout you are collecting pieces, the four pieces of a diamond, um, and also money and defeating small enemies and everything. You get to the end, supposedly. Um, From there you hop on a frog... Thingy. Uh, <laughs> he's like a yeah, frog like statue. Like a statue, right? Yeah. He's got a bomb. Uh-huh. Yeah. He has a bomb inside of him. You jump on top of his head, you activate the bomb, and a timer starts. And the ti- at the end of the timer, if you don't make it, um, the bomb does explode, as someone who had the bomb blow up on them many a time. <laughs> um, <coughs> and from here, you have to go back throughout the entire level sometimes there's shortcuts Mm -hmm. sometimes you go through the exact same levels it it really depends and either on your way to the bomb frog or on your way back you collect a key Mm -hmm. and the remaining pieces of the diamond if you need them and then you go back to the portal that you came out of and that is how you complete the level and you don't you don't actually complete the level unless you have the key now right. you don't actually complete the hall, which is a, a hall is a series of levels. There's four of them usually. Sometimes there's more. Um, oh, are there? Yes. Oh. Uh, sometimes I think in some levels there's five, and I believe there might be six in one of them. I cannot remember, but I, I think that there is a level with five, unless I'm just counting, forgetting and counting yeah. the boss. Right, I right, could right. be counting the boss, okay. but um, but yeah. So you go through. And then you, in order to unlock the full hall, you need to have a completed diamond. So, but that isn't, that is not necessary for clearing the level. Right. Um, And if you clear the level and you don't, and you don't get the diamond pieces and you need to go back for the diamond pieces, you don't have to get a key 
it's not the key isn't there anymore oh really yeah oh. so you can actually if you if you have a really really hard level mm -hmm. and you don't really think you have enough time it's okay to just skip and then um you can come back for the diamond pizzas later which i which is a really important tactic when you get into the last two halls which are really 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 hard mm -hmm. so the basic layout of the game is there are those four passages that i mentioned there's ruby sapphire emerald and topaz yeah. as well as golden there's a there there are two additional so golden is the last yeah. and then entry passage is the first one right, that's the right, tutorial right. level at the end of each hall there's a boss who get increasingly harder just like the halls the interesting thing about this game and i don't know how similar this is to other mario games is um once you finish the entry passage all of the other passages open up so you can do the passages in whatever order you would like you yeah that's can, completely different than a it, than a 2d it's mario so nice for i've watched in the last uh games done quick mm. i watched them speed run it and this is actually a key a uh, way to get a world record time sure, is that it. doing it in a specific yeah. order because there are very 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 hard passages yeah. and then there are pa there's two passages well there's one passage that's pretty easy yeah. and then there's two like i would say medium one of them's like medium hard but then there's one passage that is incredibly difficult and so being able to kind of approach those at your own time my first ever playthrough of the game that's how i did it right. i would go through a passage till I got to a really hard room, stop, go to the next passage, go through it till I got to a really hard room, and then kind of decide what I wanted to do from there. Sure. And it's nice too because you could clear them and then clear the bosses on your at your own time, like yeah. depending on how hard they are. But the star of the show <laughs> for Wario Land 4, in my opinion, is two things. One, the music is phenomenal. It is some of the best music that I've ever heard in a video game ever like it is very good I, and i watched you know i watched that speed run yeah, as well it's, um it's very good it, the music is such a key component of this game that when you go through levels you can actually collect cds mm -hmm. and there's a special room it's its own like bonus passage you don't fight anything but you can just put the cds on and listen to music and i would do that if my if my game boy was about to die um but i was like on a road trip or something and i knew it was gonna die and i didn't have enough time to like play a level i would just go into the little music room and play the music because i loved it so much and it, it's really some of the best music that i've heard in a video game ever the other cool thing about mario or about wario land is that there are mini games so um in the halls there is a little room for mini games where you aren't earn coins that can later be used to purchase items to help you defeat bosses. So that's the purpose of the mini games. What I used them for was a reason to not continue in the passages <laughs> <laughs> and also beat my high scores. So there's three of them. One of them is um, a baseball game. It's called Strikeout. And you just, you, you know, you time your hits and, and every three home runs you get, you get a cheerleader, I think, and then you get more cheerleaders the further you go. <laughs> and then there's this one game that's like a jumping over ob obstacles game, kind of like the one that you get when your Google Chrome goes down. Mm -hmm. um, and then 
the last one is a matching faces game, which is I have seen in Mario Party games. Mm-hmm. Um, this went on into Mario Party games, but I believe that Wario Land is the first time that this may have been out, unless it was in a prior Mario game. And what what is this matching face so, game? So like you get a so you get a face. Yeah. Okay. So it shows you a face on Wario with eyes, a nose and a mouth Mm -hmm. and then they go around in a circle there's a countdown and uh going around in a circle is eyes then noses then mouths and then you have to select the correct (coughs) ones to match the face and how well you match determines how many coins you get and how if you get to keep going um and sometimes they get really the further you get the more subtle they get and like it gets to the point where like all the eyes look the same all the noses look the same and all the mouths look the same wow that's pretty racist (laughs) um no they did have something like that in the original mario party in 98 okay so maybe um that's where where you well it's a little bit different it wasn't just like picking picking of a set they would contort bowser's face and he became the middle picture and all four players had to try and move oh i know i know what you're talking about because they have newer versions of that in the newer mario parties where you distort the faces they they have that game in the in the top 100 yeah yeah Uh, so so it's 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 like that but it's it right, is it sounds, different. Yeah, it sounds You're selecting different, pieces yeah. to create like a Mr. Potato Head right, face. Right, right. Um, it's really cool. It's I I wish that that exact thing was in Mario Party. Yeah. <laughs> because that is all of these mini games are perfect Mario Party mini games. Like I don't know why they didn't get a chance. Um, but basically, like that's the basic layout of the game. It's really really fun. Um, you can definitely dedicate a lot of time to this game (laughs) Um, if you really choose to i dedicated probably years of my life to it Um, and it was it was up there like it's up there in probably one of if not my most favorite game of all time like it it is my ride or die game like i will fight anybody on this <laughs> i love this game um some fun trivia about this game actually is at e3 in 2001 when they announced it they showed a little preview and everything and wario did not have hearts because you'll notice in the top left hand corner he has his little heart bar um he had garlics i like that that's cute and, and he had little little garlic meters. And and something something that I noticed um, in this game that I thought was pretty interesting is that the, and that's that's different from the Mario games is that he has he starts with ten hearts and you mm-hmm. never you never upgrade from that. It's just no, you get a, that's the standard a static amount of ten hearts. Yeah. Um, and you start well, you start with five in a level, mm-hmm. and and you can. And you can either gain them or, or lose them if you get hit. So I, th- yeah. I thought that was pretty interesting. It's um, and this was the f- the first kind of thing in the Mario series that I saw where the bosses have health bars. I think. Oh yeah, and and that's the thing. So like um, something like to keep in mind with my perspective mm-hmm. on it is this is my first Mario right. game. This right. was the first Mario game I ever played. Um, the second being Yoshi's Island. Like yeah, it, yeah. so I. I didn't have a lot to go off of in like as far as like video games go in difficulty, which I think st- 
stunted me in a way when <laughs> I went on to try to play harder video games and they d you don't get 10 hearts and you right. don't get health bars on your enemies and what it, like that made no sense to me you do get very frustrated playing Dark Souls it, well, oh yeah <laughs> I get frustrated with games in general because I think there's that like weird thing in the back of my head that reminds me of the first video game that I ever really loved and played and like this this was one it wasn't my first video game but it was up there yeah. and it like it put something in me that was like you need to have these things and like I think it's also part of the reason I'm obsessed with like collectibles in games sure. like the minute in a game that it goes one of 200 I'm like well <laughs> I need 200 like I I need all of them um and I don't know it's like it's crazy this game just it did something to me <laughs> but um I was gonna talk about the reception of this game so the I love this game obviously I said it's it's my top game pretty much of all sure. time um there's a few things up there but i i think this probably is my favorite game of all time and i am not the only one that feels that way i thought for a long time because it's wario that i might be the only person that thinks that and everyone likes to talk crap about wario uh, but ign gave it a 9 out of 10 <laughs> and ign says in their review that the only reason this game did not receive a 10 out of 10 is that it didn't fully utilize the Game Boy Advance's capabilities. So because this came out so soon to the launch mm -hmm. of Game Boy Advance, they are expecting Nintendo to be producing games this that challenge it. This was year, I yes. believe, of the Game Boy Advance. Yes. Um, and so that was, that was a pretty big deal to them, enough so that they gave it a 9. Sure. But they said otherwise this would have been a 10 out of 10 yeah. game. Um, some of the notes about this game are that yeah. it is... You, you can... Well, sorry, I, let me oh, yeah. say something. Yeah, I can, I can get where they're coming from on that. The audio, and I've watched you play this as mm -hmm. well, um, the audio coming through is very compressed. Yes, and part of that... I don't think that's the game. I think that's... Oh, hey, that's that, our dog. That's our dogs. Luna, you're okay. You're okay. We're just... Nope. We're, all we're doing is talking about Wario. He, Wario's a good guy. You don't think Wario's a good guy? All right. <laughs> Archie. That's our other dog. That's, yeah. Mm. Well, let's just record over we're it. We're just, yeah, we're going to have to. Sorry about that, guys. We have people talking out in front of our patio. We are professionals. Yes. Um, so, what, um, I would say, yes, it is compressed, but I don't think that's a Game Boy problem. I think that that's, I mean, I don't think that's a, the game's fault. I think that's the Game Boy's fault because all of the audio sounds like that. Yeah, I mean, I, maybe I'm maybe I'm remembering with with rose colored headphones. Oh, but... go put in one of my many. I have tons of Game Boy Advance games. Go put one in my Game Boy Advance. They all sound bad. Yeah, you 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 might be right. You might be thinking, I'm thinking about of like Pokemon, like that's um, and that Ruby. the compression the compression adds to Pokemon. The music, it, yeah, you you probably it right. kind of gains something yeah. from that. 
Um, whereas the Wario music, it's not made to be heard that way, but it kind of also is well, made and, to be heard I'm not, that way. I'm not thinking of the music so much, but in, sound Wario. in general, it's, yeah, like it's, yeah, it's Wario when it, because Wario will make the wah sound, yes. and that that whenever I think of that in this game, it just he makes a I'm lot of sounds. Of One is, of my favorites of his is when he um, when you're at a half of a heart or when you get knocked down to a half of a heart and you're about to die he, it makes this awful crunching sound <laughs> that sounds like metal it sounds like a car crash and, and then he goes oh no <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the great the, the noise like the the sound design in this game mm-hmm. is re- is actually very versatile and very good. Like it was that was something that was noted about this game. Yeah. And, and also something noted is just the art in general. Wario changes his look yeah. so many times in this game. So I mean what most people are used to is is Mario and Mario games he takes different things and becomes different ways he's blue because he's got an ice flower he's you know red and throws fire when he has a fire flower he gets the little tail when he takes the leafy or the acorn or i don't i don't know mario that well it's a leafy gets a tanuki Uh, suit yeah that but so like he's changing his look and appearance but the way that wario changes appearance is the way that enemies interact with him so yeah i think that's very he has very cool it's a really interesting mechanic that what appears to be a disability Mm -hmm. a lot of times you actually have to utilize in this game so for example there's a level with bees in it and the bees come down and they sting you and your cheeks swell up you turn bright red and you float up and to get all of the secrets and extra collectibles in this game, you have to do that. Yeah. Some of the speedrunning mechanics actually rely on this yeah. exact mechanic. And it doesn't hurt you. It doesn't hurt yeah. you. Well, which is a which is a no, way to. Yeah. It doesn't uh, hurt you, but sometimes they make you float up into spikes. <laughs> well, right, right. But but that's a good way to tell whether or not something is trying to exactly to help none you platform of, a level. None of those those things that enemies do to you hurt you. Right. Um. And and there's like in a, like further levels, there's these little guys that have they're really cool. They they look like trolls and they wear like um like Eskimo like fur suits in all white and they have a sn- an icy snot bubble coming out of their nose and they sneeze on you and you turn into ice. Which is actually, it's not so much utilized from normal players, but in speedrunning, that is something that is utilized mm-hmm. a lot. Um, there's like, there's a guy, he's a big like hippo and he throws fat on you <laughs> and you turn into an obese Wario and you have to jump on things and break them. And like, there's just so many different things. Like he changes shape so many times. It's so yeah. interesting. Um, and it's, and all of these are just to lead to the fact that this was such an iconic game for when it came out and still is said to be. So some of the quotes that I found about it is it was called, it was noted as a portable masterpiece. Um, and, uh, one publication even said, and I don't know the name of it. I didn't find the name of it, but I found the quote that said, this still remains the best portable Mario game to date. And that was in 2011 when they re when they ported this onto Nintendo DS. Um, and like, 
somebody like people have done retrospective pieces mm-hmm. on this game and talked about like how this game is so phenomenal and it really kind there's things that happen in this game that i see in later like mario games mm-hmm. that this set the stage for right, and it right. kind of just goes to complement the fact that wario is a character that was created to complement the mario series even if it doesn't appear that way it might not look like he originally was he was created like in spite supposedly (laughs) um and you know it might not seem that he would have that kind of impact in the series but he was supposed to this whole time he was supposed to change the way that mario works and the way that the games work and it really shows in his game and that's why it breaks my heart that this was I call this the last Wario Land game. It's technically not. He's the hero the Mushroom Kingdom deserves. (laughs) He is. Um, But technically, this is not the last Wario Land game. Last Wario Land game was Shake It, (laughs) which came out on the Wii. And it took seven years. Came out in 2008. And um, that was the, the last Wario Land game. For now. Now it was was Wario Land Shake It an actual like platformer or was it? I don't think so. I never played it because it looked so bad. Like I I always was under the impression that it was a party game. It looked it looked like a WarioWare game, but it is titled Wario Land. Let me. I'm gonna do just a quick check here on my computer to see if I can see what it is because. I I am so curious. Oh no, it is. It's a full. It's a full. Uh, full platform and boy. It looks like it yeah, is I a never, platformer. I, I never, never even heard, touched it. I never heard anything about it. It was. It looked the the marketing for it looks like a a party game. But now I might have to get it and How try it. it? Uh, let's, let's see the reception on this boy. Uh, let's see. Sorry about this, folks. This was not in the script. No, it was not. Um, I'm not seeing anything about reception. Well, that's not a good sign. You talk about your thoughts on Wario. I'll find out. Uh, On Wario the character or Wario Land 4? What what do you think about what is it? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) well, I'm I'm a fan of Wario. I'm more of a fan of... Oh, it got a 78% on Metacritic for the record. Oh, that's not that's not too bad. That's not too bad at all. Eight point five user score. Well, wow. Well, People are giving this tens and nineties, and and there's a fifty. But well, then I won't finish my thought. <laughs> that's fine. Um. So yeah, I mean, Warrior Land Shake It, which it, I do know from what I remember hearing that the reception wasn't as good as Warrior Land Four. Yeah. Um. You might have to try that out though. I might have to try it since I love Warrior Land so much, but. Yeah, so that that's basically the story of Wario Land 4 and how it came to be. Well, I mean, yeah, you definitely sold me on it. So, I'm yeah, I'm going to be playing this game. Uh, if I can, it's very hard. We have a regular Game Boy Advance, and I'm going to be trying to play it on there, with, but with no backlight, it's a little hard. I have to have the right We conditions. might have to make you play it on DS. I that's might do fine. that. But, we, the good uh, news is we have basically every console curse you gamecube but basically every console so you can definitely play it on the ds (laughs) so i will be doing that and 
Let's see. I think that's... that's... So basically what will happen is from here, I encourage you guys. I mean, I hope that (coughs) what I had to say about Wario Land at least convince you enough to try it or look into it. You can find this thing for dirt cheap everywhere. It's also in the... Um, what's what's that thing called on Wii U? The virtual console. It's on virtual console. So you can play it on virtual console. So if you're one of the three people that still has a Wii U, you can go ahead and pick that up. Um, and so, so I recommend just trying it somewhere somehow, but you can find the Game Boy Advance copy for like $5. It's very cheap. It's so cheap. I, I bought it. Uh, for you for Christmas. Oh yeah, because I so. need. I lost my old copy. Yeah. I was very sad. Um, but so yeah, so I recommend playing it. Um, you have until whenever this came out. You have a week from then to play it, or just don't. W- just wait to listen to the next episode if you don't finish it or don't feel like you got enough. Josh will play it however much he sees fit for yeah, try and for the it. next week. I I encourage you yeah. to because the end is great and and the challenge of these levels is great. So the further you can get, the more you can challenge yourself in the game. It it gives you a better experience sure. overall, um, which I feel like is the case with most games, but like especially with this yeah. game. the payoff is there um and then next week we will come here and you will bring a game to me and you will research that game and then we will talk about it and then i'll go play that game and that's that's basically how this works but before we leave you today we have one other segment to this show that is called now boarding which is an opportunity for us to tell you about a current game or trend in gaming that is amazing and wonderful that you shouldn't miss the boat on and you still have chance to have a chance i should say to not miss the boat on it and this week I don't know if Josh has anything to contribute to this segment, but my contribution to this segment is Stardew Valley because Stardew Valley is a wonderful game by Concerned Ape. And um, it in a recent interview, he revealed that the plan for multiplayer is right on track. So now that it is on PS4, uh, I think it's on, is it on Xbox? I believe it is. I think I it mean, is. It's, it's, it's on, on It's on PC. It's on Mac. It's on Switch. There's no excuse to not pick up this game. It's $30 physically. It's like $15. 15 most. on the Switch eShop. If yeah. You have it, if you it's, have Switch. It's, it's a, an amazing, phenomenal game. Uh, go watch the trailer for it at the very least. But when multiplayer picks up on this game, you're going to see a huge resurgence in this on social media. I mean, people already are still, like, they're still talking about right. it and love it. Um, there's a, He has a lot of updates planned for it. So I really, really recommend getting into uh, Stardew Valley. If you like little, like bit style games with cute very very good soundtracks and characters that you get way too attached to for (laughs) no reason also for people who like to platinum games it's got a fun platinum it's definitely hard and challenging but it's a fun one yeah if you're playing on ps4 yeah Yeah. Uh, my game for this week is a series that i have loved for a while and it is a new game it's been out for a little while uh at this point but uh, Monster Hunter World oh, yeah. just had its first huge content update pretty recently. Oh yeah, for the we double might, we, Yeah, we might be dating this podcast a little bit, but mm. um, but they just had their. They're first, gonna have a first. They're, a they're new gonna be up, all yeah, the time. exactly. They're <laughs> gonna be they're gonna be supporting this game for a, for a little while, um, but it's it's not 
not too late to jump on board if you feel like that that you missed uh, that you missed the entry point for for this game. Yeah. Um, there's still a lot of people playing this mm-hmm. game. It's Capcom's best selling game ever. Um, the Monster Hunter series is really, really good to newcomers. Um, well, like Monster Hunter World, Mon- it, Mon- the Monster Hunter series in general is. No, kind of... I'm saying the community oh, around. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. The game sorry, itself, I, I phrased yeah. that wrong. Yeah, so yeah. The, it's a really, really approachable way to get a feel for the series and everything. But the community is so great yeah. that you can go on the subreddit um, and you can really find groups easily to help you take things down, uh, take down monsters that you might not feel comfortable with and everything. Like the cool thing about Monster Hunter fans is they're all used to going through the whole, like I'm higher level than you, but I'm going to help you anyways deal. There's an an unofficial adopt a hunter website. Oh yes. Yeah. the more experienced players have, mm-hmm. have taken to uh, so helping it, new players. Yeah, so it's it's really approachable. Yeah. Um, it's the most approachable that Monster Hunter has ever been. I highly suggest it because people, I mean, people are already so obsessed with this game, but like they're going to be talking about this game for a long time to come. Yeah, so that that is my game for this week. Uh, we're we're now boarding, so don't don't miss your chance to to grab grab a spot on deck and and be king of the world mm, i don't know that that's how that, is that goes how we're together gonna, is that how we're gonna do that yeah, one? we'll figure it out <laughs> so, so um that is it that i have for this week's episode um josh um that that yeah, that that's it. And next week, uh, we will be taking a look at a different game. I'll I'll bring you my thoughts on this one. And uh, uh, in, until next time, uh, wait. What? Until oh, next we... time, follow us on Twitter. Oh yeah, follow us on Twitter. <laughs> you can fo- uh, find us at um, just at Missed Boat. Um, we're on there, and then from there, you can find our personal Twitters if you so wish to follow us as well. We but, do good tweets sometimes. Do uh, bad tweets a lot. I of do times. trash tweets about great stuff. That's my that's in my bio. <laughs> oh, quote in the bio. Well, yeah, okay. okay. So, so now, now you can actually okay. sign up. Now up. until next time, don't. Don't don't drown in the place with the the no land. Oh no. Bye. Bye. <laughs>